What is that water stuff? It's like I think it's just water, but I don't want to find out. <laughs> I don't want to get involved. It's probably water with like glycerin. Yes. Something to like thin it down. I was taking those pop vinyl pens in, and then the back girl disappeared. Can we have a look? Okay. Sorry. It's alright, I got another one. It's, it's like when we were playing I just, the... It's like those 90... Oh, it's like those 90 toys. I am just so fascinated by it. It's like the, um... Pop vinyl keychains. I just wanted we, to have a look. Sorry, Toby. I oh, just like... But the yeah, problem is... Another one came in the mouth. I'm just absolutely No, that one didn't do that. any boobies. So that's just a plain You stole yeah, it. There's no nipple. There is. You just gotta look really hard because it's like in some sort of different piece of paper somewhere. Oh my god, that is so cool. <laughs> Sorry. That's alright. <laughs> you went and got another one too. You're fine. That's best. <laughs> did you see how it works? Yes, I did. It's amazing. It's like those. I was always fascinated by like the baby bottles that when you tip yes. them up, they've got milk in milk. them, but when you tip them upside down, there's no milk in it. And I'm like, where did it go? Yeah. Where I need to unscrew the cap, and then it's just like a piece of plastic, and you're like, "This is not a secret. Where is the secret?" Apparently, shot glasses do the same. Freaking magic. Okay. Oh, we've been recording for ages. <laughs> Ladies and future boys, welcome to the School of Wayward Nerds, the only podcast that has been pronouncing it Resident Evil Village this whole time. It is seven? What is it? Seven or eight? Eight. Eight. Is Eight age. Yeah, you'll put in the numbers in it because that's where they are. Look, you can't put oh, like, Roman numerals in something and then not call it Roman numerals. What about fan four stick? Remember that? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> every Fast and Furious film ever. Yeah. Um, my name is Toby Pola, and if you listened to last week's episode, you can probably imagine that today we are continuing with Tales of Superiority, the Otto Octavius run as Spider-Man. This week, I am going to introduce the guests on the pod first, because I don't think we did it all last oh, week. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, right at the end. It was, it was White Collar. Right. Who was the guest last week? White Collar. He came out of hiding to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> it's either that or Mortal Kombat. He won't come out for other things. Uh, I'm joined by producer Kyle. Hi! And Juby. Hello. And Bobo. Hello. Um... What did you guys... Th- have you have you thumbed through any of the superior stuff yet? I've only heard, like, rumours of it, but I just love the art style on the suit. Like, I just love the art style. Like, I feel like the artist bounced around a fair bit throughout these. There's some really, like, good stuff in there, though. I like the design of the suit. Mm. And there's a very cartoony artist that pops in and out, and I like his style. It's very... You wouldn't see it in a Batman book, you know? But even his poses in midair, just, it's just... So cool. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a perfect balance between Spider and Man. Yeah. Like, there's someone who's just, like, bent so hard his knees are, like, behind his ears and shit. And then there's ones where he's just a dude. Yeah. I, I, I like the perfect middle. Every, I had to, I everything had to in explain moderation. to a group of people that a normal Spider does not make a Spider-Man. How much you get by a normal Spider? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. You can try it. There's nothing stopping you, huh? Yeah, they were trying it, and then they blew it into a girl's hair, and I had to explain why that's probably not the smartest thing they've done in their lives. Sadly, it's probably the smartest thing they've done in their lives. <laughs> um, so do you, do you know the origin-y stuff, like how we got to Superior Spider-Man? Yeah, didn't um, Peter die? Yes. Yeah. They, they had a body swap at the end of a long terminal illness battle, which uh, left Peter Parker gone. 
A lot of people were upset about it when it happened. But eventually, a lot of people like quietly came around because it's just well written and it's something different. It's not the best. Premise. It makes it fresh because we get a lot of heroes who die mm. and then are reincarnated in some way. Oh, he he comes back at the end, no doubt. I'm not even going to like yeah. pretend just hide that spoiler. Of course, it'll cycle mm. back around. It always does. But um, like. It was it was a weird move to be like happy seven hundredth issue of Spider Man. Mm. He's dead. <laughs> High fives <laughs> all around. <laughs> what, what do you think? Like with Doc Ock, like do you think that was the best choice? Yeah, to have him. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I know Green Goblin is like the main villain. Yeah, but growing up, I exclusively knew like the two th- the year two thousands PlayStation One game. And its sequel, Enter Electro. And the main vi- antagonist in that first game was Doc Ock. And Green Goblin wasn't even in it. So in my head, I always pictured Ock as, like, the main one. And I, I feel like if Green Goblin did it, he'd be too, like, goofy. Whereas I, I like Doc Ock's whole thing of being, like... Well, he wouldn't be the superior, would he? If it was... Yeah, yeah, it would be, like... It'd just be a weird, chaotic... Yeah. But it'd almost be, like, Venom again. Yeah. But... Doc Ock wants to be like, not only did I best you, but I'm going to be better than you at literally everything you've ever fucking done. <laughs> Just to really twist that knife, you know? And I think he does a lot of... I mean, he falls short here and there, but he... So does Spider-Man. Let's never forget Gwen Stacy. Hey. That's rude. <laughs> Alright, so... He didn't mean to smash her head... How the did you react in the cinema when that happened? I made a, a noise that may have been construed as a laugh <laughs> because the thump noise took me a little by surprise. Like, I knew that's where we were going, but in the original book, he gets her at just a funny angle and it just, like, Snap. bends her neck. Yeah. But she, like, went, bunk. I was like, oh, no. no. It was, like, at the end of the fall and then, boom. Yeah. I was a little, like, this is more cheesy than the original four-coloured <laughs> scrap paper that the book was written on when the web slowly turns into like this sad little hand reaching out to it I was like this is really cheesy and then she hit the ground I was like oh god <laughs> I guess it's better than a like a uh, just a splat yeah no but that's if she just liquefied it, it, it was so close that in the comic it's supposed to be like he catches her in midair, and the inertia like snaps her There's, neck it's, it's, it's actually Whereas really well film, played it's like smack it's well played in the original book, if you go back and look. There's the tiniest little crack on him on a pair on the panel. You know, the little word written. And he, like, catches her, goes down, saves her, and being like, yeah, we did it. And then he realises. Mm. Whereas the movie just kind of, like, was like yeah. immediate shock. Whereas the, the book kind of, like, he held a corpse for a second there. Excitedly. Mm. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie daisies. <laughs> Um, yeah. So Gwen Stacy's not in this one. No. She appeared in a flashback last week. If you want to listen to that. Yeah. She did. Um, alright. So, we pick this up with the Avengers' suspicions of Spider-Man's behaviour. Um, they've been closely monitoring him while he deals with some characters called Jester and Screwball. Which is really lame, Joker and Ollie. I don't like them. At all. They are really lame. There is a jester wearing green and purple, and his weird little hench girl girlfriend on roller skates. But they like to vlog, and that's it. 
Because Jester sounds a lot like Joker. They're very <laughs> clear. Kyle, do you want to like bring up a picture while I continue this? Just to just so you can see how on the money you are without even looking at it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of him at all. I especially didn't like Screwball in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. But then she come back for the, like even like the Miles Morales. All those challenges. I was like, I really liked this game. I didn't want to have to do all the weird knockoff Riddler trophies achievements to get my hundred percent. Like I love collecting back all the little oh collectibles. Just even like the, the Fisk's <laughs> things. Like it was good, but the Scribble Challenges was just a pain. She was just hell yeah. No, I was the exact just same. To page out of like DC or something. No, that's all right. They needed something, but just oh, well, they didn't pull it off. You don't think they pulled it off very well? They're just, they're very cringy. They're like, look at us, we're live streaming, we're going to pants the mail. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yay! Well, what year was this released? The Lizard ate his son. What all year? right, and you're just going to be like, I'm going to pull someone's pants down. Like, all right. 2013. <laughs> so that would have been the rise when like, streaming actually was like coming. They're big. a little early for it, yeah, but it's still not awesome or interesting <laughs> to me. Spider-Man has a really good rogues gallery, but he's he's a uh, spare rogues gallery, we'll say. Like, the lower tier ones are... They're um, so, he's fighting them. They get the upper hand. They, they like, throw, like, water balloons full of paint, and it covers up his eye lenses. Um, and then they throw things at his balls. Trouble is, this gives him, like, high school PTSD, and he doesn't really like being bullied. So, um, rather, he'd rather give than receive. So he makes a fucking example of these two, leaving them very broken on the rooftop there. A side note, Marvel made their blood black instead of red in this to try and mask some of the brutality to it. I love when they do that. I, I, I'm I, sure mean, it's to make, I mean all of the comics. I'm sure it's to make the gore seem more subtle, but we know. Mm. We know what's happened in there. <laughs> and um, this it's causes... It's the face in the animated series, though. They're making blue... Yeah. We know what it's supposed to be. We know what the deal is. Yeah, um, yeah, and this brutality co- is what causes the Avengers to make their move. Uh, Spider-Man is called in for an emergency meeting by them. Only when he gets there, it turns out to be an intervention. Uh, they want to run full tests and scans on him. Obviously, he doesn't want to do that because he's someone else's brain. Um, so he tries to leave. <laughs> and I do like when Cap goes to stop him and he immediately, like... Don't touch me, you star-spangled idiot. And, like, throws him over his shoulder against the wall. And just a fucking fight breaks out. Like, there's just this row of panels. Wolverine's claws are out. Spider-Woman's doing that glowing magic I haven't really researched yet. But I'll figure it out. Like, Thor's got his hammer and everyone's just like, bring it on. That's America's ass. Yeah, and it just bounced off the fucking wall of the Avengers Tower, bro. You're not allowed to do that. He's an old man. He's kind of an old man. With a hot booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he evades them for a, a fair bit there, but, you know, they've got numbers. Sure enough, he's smashed in the face by Cap's shield. Um, and in that moment, we discussed this last week, I didn't like Jedi ghost Peter Parker floating around in the background of the panels. But I did like him being like, I'm glad you guys captured him, but that's my face, guys. Please. No, it's fine. No, that's fine. Now, this book really doesn't put the Avengers in a good light. You know, they sit around watching other heroes on the news and just speculate all day. It also doesn't help that when they ran all these tests and brain scans and stuff, they come to the conclusion that he is not a scroll. I mean, it's accurate. 
That's all. He's not an imposter alien. We checked all your brains. They're brains. You're not an alien. Yep. Peter is shocked they didn't find him. Um, in his de- in their defense, none of the genius Avengers are around. Like you don't have Iron Man. Giant Man's not there. Hulk. Yeah, there's, there's no smart Hulk there. It's not a great mm. roster. <laughs> they've just got the brutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately for Peter, though, the only genius there is fucking Otto, who sees that he's in there. He sees all of his own brain waves on the scan, but he also sees anonymous. Um, anomalies. Mm, he's, little Peters. Yeah, he sees. Yeah, so he's busted. And this tangents. Only if you're smart. And this tangents back to the current storyline happening between the Avenger bits in this issue. Um, Otto needs to remove Peter. Um, get this little worm out of his big brain apple, so to speak. Um, you can like. I just wanted everyone to see this because there's some nice covers. I discussed this last week. Issue 700 is, like, a collage of different, like, Spider-Mans copied and pasted into, like, the eye. So it's all red with the black and the white. Yeah. This is a huge, like, down spiral to me. Oh, my God. It's gross. <laughs> it just oh looks gross. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, for those listening Pace at home, little... that is issue 9 of Superior that's Spider-Man, that's... the big brain one. That's Pace a little green guy in the Look, brain. That's Doc. That's Doc. That, there's Doc up top, and there's little Peter running away from oh him. Oh, my gosh. In, in a mushy definitely... brain that is... That Somehow on top of the costume. You can't call him smooth-brained. He is not smooth-brained, he is font-brained. Oh my god. He is squishy-brained. That's symbolism, though. They're just trying to, like, I symbolize. I know, but, ugh, <laughs> to the point of reason. Yeah. And yeah. you wonder why I don't like Spider-Man. Yeah. All right, um, so while all the Avengers stuff is taking place, Dr. Octopus has... He's looking for a very specific gadget. He used to have, like, a brain... It's one of those bullshit Marvel sci-fi things we discussed last week, where you put the helmet on, and you connect it to the Doctor, and the Doctor can, like, literally go into your brain and, like, hang out. Pretty much every I'm in someone else's dream trope you've seen in, like, a cartoon. But taking, like, taking people's, like, memories or energy. If I put the helmet on you, and then I, like, I, I pop, like, a plug or something, you, you know how I can go in. You know how Professor Xavier puts on the, the, he- like, and he the headpiece connect, yeah. and he can connect into anyone's brain. Same deal. It's a bit like a physical one-on-one version. Yeah. No. Yeah. So he can then like, go into his sequence. own brain and then pluck, like... Literally pull Peter out of it. Which is why he needs it back. Um, it's been sitting in an evidence warehouse for ever. It was okay. one of his older things. I love the fact that Oliver, you know... America and fake America. There are just these warehouse full of like stupid villains. It's the one stuff. from the end of like um like a museum. <laughs> yeah, it's like the end like of Indiana Jones, but it's full of like Spider-Man yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I know that Batman like keeps the big things in the cave, so he's got like the coin, he's got the T-Rex in most incarnations. But like there has to be a giant warehouse that's of all just the extra full of, like, shit. Bowler caps and handcuffs and smoke pellets and laughing gas. I don't want to change it too hard, but in the um, 2000s onwards um, Harley Quinn, like, original comic series, Mm. somewhere around the first year mark, they go to a warehouse to do a heist, and it is where they've been storing all... Do you remember all the weird bullshit, like, Golden Age Batman death traps that were just, like, a big typewriter or 
a big xylophone, etc. It was always just a giant thing he was strapped to. It's just a warehouse where they've just had to like shuffle all that shit into and just leave. <laughs> That's the thing. People think Area 51 is full of aliens. Nah, it's just all <laughs> super villain crap. It's villain propaganda. Um, yep, yeah, so this brain thing he's looking into is gone. Um, not only is it gone from there, it is gone again because it has been stolen by a... I'm going to say villain named Cardiac. I'm going to explain why it's a quote-unquote villain voice. Um, Cardiac is a doctor named Elias Wortham who uses a pulse staff and a villain persona to steal medical equipment and use it to help people who can't afford treatment. So he's like a Robin Hood villain. Very much. Yeah, like, I literally wrote Robin, that a surgical Robin Hood. But he's not Robin Hood as in the broken market Robin Hood. He's actually a good guy. Yeah. So he doesn't steal organs from the rich and give to the poor. <laughs> no, he's like literally stealing the gadgets to make the poor people's organs better yeah he's like haha i'm a villain i'm gonna steal this for some nefarious scheme and he goes and like saves a child (laughs) um our current spider-man doesn't know that's what cardiac is doing yet he thinks this asshole just stole his big fancy sci-fi helmet yeah um so this is like cardiac kind of a cool name I specifically remember, like, reading this issue with no context. I think Trainlighter recommended it to me. Or White Collar, if you will. Doesn't matter. Um, Spider-Man barges into his surgical hideout to take it back, and he finds a dying little girl wearing his helmet and is like, what the fuck is this weird underground ER place? They explain that his Earth-destroying scheme from back when he was Dr. Octopus left this girl in bad shape. Um, She survived a car accident with brain damage. And it was worsened in that big final scheme he went for from, again, last week. But as a show of hand in that, he, like, removed the ozone layer for a bit just to show he could. Like, don't fuck with me. And um, something about that made this girl's condition way worse. I mean, she's got brain damage. I'm assuming the ozone layer is helpful. I guess I guess she got, like, microwaved, so to speak. But anyway, it's, it's, it's his fault that she's in this situation, and he claims, um, I'm not Doc Ock, I never have been, I'm Spider-Man, but as Spider-Man, I've studied his quote-unquote greatest enemy, and he understands how to use the Neuralink helmet, because I've studied my greatest, my greatest adversary so hard, I actually know how to steer this, don't worry, I got this, and he can save it. Um, Peter is trying so hard to, like, the subconscious ghost Peter is trying to pull this this Spider-Man scalpel away from this kid because he's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's also a weird scene because not only do you have a blue transparent man trying to like tear a scalpel out of a hand, but it's worn by full costume Spider-Man in the shower cap, the surgical mask, the everything, <laughs> with just a little Spider-Man head poking uh, out of is it. That the, is that a meme? It could be. I'm sure I've seen that There's before. something delightful about surgical Spider-Man <laughs> Um, yep, yeah, so, he manages to, like, steady his hand, and he does the surgery. Afterwards, the girl is recovering, and the two kind of villains, kind of heroes talk for a bit. There you go. Is that no, the picture? That one. No, that's a live-action one. <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> it's very similar to that, though. Just picture I, I that drawn. Yeah, um, Cardiac agrees to give him the helmet, the Neuralink thing, and Spider-Man promises to return it, saying that it does serve a purpose here. 
Um, the girl giving Spider-Man her little pink, like, penguin plushie is, like, heartbreakingly sweet in that moment. I remember liking it. Um, and with that touching moment done, it's time to kill the remnants of Peter Parker. That's the one. Mm. They, they have this little tender moment where he's been a villain all this time. And this kid's like, you saved me. And she she only has this little pink fucking teddy bear. She's like, I want you to have it. And he's like, I've never... I, I don't... Okay. I don't know what this feeling is. Yeah, he's like, like the Grinch what is, just like finally yeah, having a heart. Yeah, it's exactly fucking that. And he's like, I couldn't take this away from a child. And they're like, don't worry, buddy. We got our replacement and she's got a little plushy Spider-Man. That's a cute moment. Aww. Yeah, he's like, oh shit, feelings. <laughs> yeah, but then immediately he's like, all right. Peter Parker's still living in there. I gotta kill him. <laughs> I mean, he's got a nice one track mind. Yeah. Um, and this is the brain issue, the ugly cover one I just showed you. Um, it's very cool sci fi stuff. Peter and Doc Ock have this showdown inside like a dream sequence brain thing. It ends with both of their Spider Man costumes, and it's, it's it's a really cool issue just to like scrounge up. Just, do we remember the number of the issue? Uh, I did say it's so the ugly brain one. I think okay. it's issue nine. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's how I remember it. It's what a fucking. Just Google ugly brain. It is the epitome of Spider-Man presents. Don't judge a book by its cover, because it's great on the inside. Like they have this big fucking showdown. Like Peter Parker's there. Doc Ock is original Doc Ock, and all of Peter Parker's friends rock up. He's like, my memories and my like heart and soul are strong as fuck. And he's like, yeah, but also sell your insecurities. And like every villain rocks up, and they have like a full street riot so it's like Aunt May and shit like beating down on like <laughs> Jonah Jameson and the Scorpion and then he's then Peter's like you can't fucking beat me man and he like rips off his own skin because it's a dream sequence and he's Spider-Man underneath he's like I'm the amazing Spider-Man and Ocky's like that's funny because he tears off his face I'm the superior Spider-Man and they have this full on fucking fight it's amazing it is issue 9 by the way you were correct yeah thanks um it's a really cool like just little one to pick up and it ends really sad as Ock is winning Peter's starting to forget his friends, his family his origins and it ends with him not sure what his name is anymore as the dream crumbles around him it's, it's fucking so cool as, I'd like to see that one I'd, I want to see that done somewhere Yeah, it's one of those ones where I was like I don't care if you put it in an animated series you put it in a mm. fucking do a superior Spider-Man movie, but put this in. It's one of those ones where like, I just want to see that done perfectly. They could do it in the new Spider-Man. Aren't they making a new one? Yeah, fuck it. Make Tom Holland a villain. problem is with these kinds <laughs> of series, it's so, it'll be so hard to It's so in buried in... You couldn't do it the, in a movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, something like that, you need a good quality TV production. And you also need origins and characters building up since the 60s. To justify when everyone rocks up, where you're like, oh, I know, like, every one of those people, and it matters. Yeah. Whereas you couldn't really do that. Like, Civil War isn't, like, what Civil War was in the books. No, they just didn't have it. very everyone. different. There's only, like, nine people at the Civil War. I'm still, I, I agree with everyone, I'm still annoyed with Civil War. They should have brought Scarlett Johansson oh in the day when everyone <laughs> did, like, the big group filming. Because yeah. it's wrong that she's not in the chicks group. Mm. I understand she was dead at that point, but they still should have just been she like... She was there first. I get it. Like, you want her there. 
Well, She's the only confident one I've seen, really. They took pictures with, like, the different groups. Mm-hmm. So when all the girls come in, they took that picture. Literally the only people missing from it is Peggy, who's been dead in canon for quite some yeah, time. It's still And Black Widow. Like, they could have been like, hey, Scarlet, can you, like, pop past for a photo, like, in or out of costume? It really doesn't matter at Just this a bit, stage. yeah. Like, mm. fuck you guys. Um... So from here, Spider-Man effectively ends a gang war between White Dragon and the Owl, who is the Penguin, for better or worse. Again with the, and you wonder why don't it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man has a lot of really good original characters in his roster. And yet he is they, a glorified... They do movie. keep recycling the, Spider- the Batman-y knockoffs in this series. If you give him real villains, he will kill them. So we can't really convince him. One or two? Who are they? He definitely killed Massacre because we applauded the fact. We did. He's just getting around, trying to get some booty. Oh, I'm going to get up to one later. That's why I'm not sure. Because there's one coming. I'm just saying. This one doesn't try to fuck that much. Real people. No, I'm I'm talking about, like... Peter as a whole. I like the way they've dr- like they've put Peter in, like the way he looks different. You can tell like the way he holds himself, like his the way he dresses. If, even the slight costume change. Yeah. Like he doesn't look like like that. He just does not look like Oh yeah, he's no. always got villain eyebrows. Yeah, he's like, no like matter mm. what. He's yeah. got he's got he's got the swagger of a bitch villain at all times. But even the yeah, the posture is just yeah, like yeah. Even the way he talks, like he'll talk like a villain. You know, he'll do the big monologues and schemes about how he'll be the greatest and everyone around him's like, you good. <laughs> um, yeah, we start to see more of the Goblin Rebellion around this time with Green Goblin starting to jailbreak the Spider-Bots. Um, it all matters later on. Speaking of slow burn moments, Officer Carly and Captain Watanabe are interviewing police that were there when Spider-Man killed Massacre. None of which saw no. anything, Kyle. Oh, no. Oh, we, I, wasn't, I wasn't looking. And then the I other one's like, we all fired our guns. It could have been any one of us. I could have done it. I don't think it was Spider-Man. I, I was sneezing. They're all... Covering? Yeah, they, I think they think what he did was justified. Um, What other ongoing things can we take off here? Anna Marie. It was Anna Marie, sorry. Um, is this version... Is into this version of Peter Parker. Yeah. This um, one who takes what he wants when he needs it. Oh, you mean some booty? No, he wants his fucking doctorate, so he's just going to go get it. Look at him go. I'm, Doesn't I'm he have saying... a doctorate? No. No, because he's Peter Parker. So he needs to go get it again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Can't plagiarise himself. He's that... annoyed because he doesn't have a doctorate. So he's like, I'm going to universe. He's like, I know what I'm doing. I'm a doctor. And someone's like, Peter, you never finished university. He's like... Fuck damn it! Hang on. And then he w- immediately goes and enrolls. He's like, I'm gonna go get my fucking thing. And then his t- professor is like, one of the stooges he went to university with. He's like, oh, this dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. And I, that's probably the most entertaining point for me so far throughout this the entire series. Bit. Is that he's just like, I'm a doctor. Like, no, you- you're not. I'm going to be a doctor. God damn it, give me a wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Mary Jane gets left in a burning building. 
expecting Spider-Man to save her, but one of his little spider pot bots called the fire department instead because she isn't a top priority to him anymore. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, they broke up properly. Her constantly trying to contact the guy to break up with him after this fact for the next, like, seven, eight issues makes me respect her a little. So did she, like, gone. set the fire on purpose to get his attention? No, no, like, villains were smashing up a nightclub. Oh, okay. How did she react to, like, him being... Because she didn't know it happened. First, at first she's like, hey, you are, like, tending to my needs, you're doing everything right, you're actually, like, you seem to be trying a lot harder than you used to. And then eventually he's like, I don't, I don't really like you. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um... Yep, so that's... So, the little spider bots, if it doesn't seem like a big priority to him, he'll just forward the call onto the police or the fire department or an ambulance. Yeah. And they'll deal with it. Um, okay, the ratio of the ongoing drama and adventure here is really great. Like, Arrow and the CW could take a page out of it. Because all that's out of the way, and it's time to play with a guy named Alistair Smythe, the Spider Slayer. Can't help but notice he's never slayed one, but that's fine. Um, this metal bug-headed man is being put to death for the murder of Mayor J. Jenner Jameson's wife. Uh, Jameson expects an escape of some kind and wants Spider-Man to be there just in case, because fair enough, it's the raft. Every villain walks out of there pretty regularly. Yeah, well, it should just have over there. Just say, oh, you want to go? Yeah. So they gather at the raft for the day of the execution. There's this great moment where the head of raft security tries to talk to Spider-Man. Um, every jailbreak is under his watch, so he isn't very popular in the first place. But Otto remembers him and his high-pressure hose and his, you know, shower times. So the quote is, You are a complete failure, both as head of security and as a man, don't bother me again. From Spider-Man breaks this little man's heart. It's very fucking funny. <laughs> um, another moment here I like is Smythe saying, he's, oh, I've given myself to God, I'll be forgiven. It's fine that I'm going to die. Because I'm mm. going to go to heaven. And Spider-Man is muttering next to this reporter who's there. He's like, please, a lifelong criminal, a murderer, doesn't suddenly become a different... A different, yeah. A different person, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the reporter's like, you want to keep going? That was like a good quote. That was like, shut up. He's dropping some truth bombs. Yeah. Have they ever followed through with an execution in the, in the raft, though? I doubt it. I, I was really just real. like, what's the point in the room? Like, it never happens. How many people get murdered... All the time by villains. Yeah, but if you kill somebody for killing someone, then you need to be put down. I guess he's the one villain who didn't plead insanity. <laughs> the one guy. Just <laughs> too much pride. Oh, except for um, except for the Riddler, who's like, I'm not insane. I'm just smarter than all of you. And they're like, yeah, he's insane. You're fucking dumb as shit, crazy man. <laughs> Particularly if you've seen Batman sixty six. Batman is terrible. He's fucking deranged. Um, so it happens. Obviously, the jailbreak starts. Smythe's little silver bugs come out everywhere. They're immediately met with the spider bots. Um, there's lots of small robots in New York around this time. Spider-Man was ready for the the bugs. He also coated the outside of the room with a something called a geometric field, so spider slayer can't break through it. And the vents, oh, they're full of lasers. Floor grates, guess what? Flamethrowers. I like. He, he's like, I was very prepared for this. <laughs> Um, the only move Smythe has left is to send some of his bugs into the infirmary to kind of, like, cyborg up the patients. Ooh. Um, Boomerang <laughs> is still in there from last week, 
Uh, Vulture is still fucking blind. He's, he's been blinded. And Scorpion still is not much of a talker after his chin became mashed bananas. Mashed banana, mashed From here, the civilians that are there, like the reporters and Jameson and everyone, are put into a force field by the spider bots, except for Jameson, sorry, who picks up a gun and goes hunting for Smythe. That mean, yeah. Killed his wife. Um, he tells Spider-Man to kill. This is no longer a court-sanctioned death or self-defense. Just end this man. Spider-Man ends up fighting the three cyborg versions of previous villains for a bit. Don't be mad at her, she did good. Oh, I've missed it. Alright. Yeah, she doesn't know what to do. Um, I have been praised. (laughs) Scorpion obviously goes looking for Jameson again. Vulture goes out for the civilians. Spider-Man waits for Boomerang to arm his bomberangs before just, like, web-sticking them to his hands. He's like, I'm gonna blow you up, and he's just like, just uses his weapon. He's like, no, you're not. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing he's in the infirmary. Yeah. Convenient. He's still right there. Um, the Spider Slayer lets Lizard free um, and gives Spider-Man the choice of stopping Scorpion or Vulture. Much like the original like Spider-Man movie where it's like, you got to choose who you're going to save, the civilians or a loved one. Um, Sp- this version of Spider-Man's answer is no. To that, <laughs> that thing. Uh, he, he kills Spider Slayer instead. Well, yeah, straight to the throat. <laughs> I love it. He's, I like, he's like, you have to choose. Who are you going to save? He's literally like, no. And he's like, what do you mean? And just immediately just like destroyed. It's like, how oh, the fuck? Spider-Man doesn't do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, his bots fail, which literally fall off the three other villains. Everything's all over. Or is it, Kyle? I love the body being dragged by his little silver bugs. Like, the corpse is just sentient enough that he can still steer the little, like, cybernetic creatures. And they're, like, just pushing his corpse around. Mm. Um, it's a bit like we discussed last week with Dr. Octopus's corpse being stuck on his arms. Yeah. Um, the Slayer tries to switch consciousnesses with Spider-Man. <laughs> There's a, th- that metal plate from the first issue of this is still there, so that didn't happen. I do like that they're just like, let's let's play musical chairs with the bodies. He's like, I learned this trick from Doc Ock. He's like, I bet you fucking did, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, also, the head of security guy dies, and Spider-Man took a recording of Jameson demanding Smite's assassination to use for blackmail. Isn't that nice? The raft is now given to Spider-Man under this blackmail. So Mayor Jameson is like, you can have the raft now as a reward for good, bu- whatever it is you're doing. He calls it Spider Island 2. Oh. Um, now, I didn't read the Spider Island story arc in 2011. I only know Spider Island from Venture Bros. <laughs> so when um, he puts up the two fingers to say Spider Island 2, I'm immediately like, go team Venture about it. <laughs> See, I, I, gone, like, uh, I love false false references, baby. Ones I'm thinking of myself that have nothing to do with what's written. <laughs> it's great. Uh, speaking of Venture Bros, Spider-Man now has henchmen. Yay! Um, yeah, the raft is a government system. So with him in charge of it, he now has minions and mech suits. And shit, he's even upgraded the costume. I love the look. It also features the classic Iron Spider arms. Yeah. Which were always a little Dr. Octopussy-ish. You know, I mean, he's got tentacles, but they're spider arms. Yeah. 
I, I love the look of this Superior Spider-Man's costume overall. I think it's a good one. Yeah, but I don't know how people can, like, you know. Well, that's how I think that looks a bit like the Spider-Man game. Like, just, like, the basis for that massive spider. Like, how many times have we seen that massive Spider-Man suit? Mm. Oh, yeah, he's got, like, like the, he's almost got, like, a backpack yeah, in this Like, one. how it goes into his arm, mm. into his shoulders. I love it. I used to play as it in, like, Lego Marvel superheroes or whatever it's called, like, all the time. Because it was, like, the only Superior Spider-Man shit you could get. Um... Yeah, I think it's a cool design. What do, what do you think about it, Juby? Yeah, I like it as fashionable. Even the black, it seems to like match his personality because mm. he's darker. Yeah. And it doesn't look... But it's also not just straight up the black symbiote costume. No. As well. It's not just a knockoff. It doesn't look like um, your friendly neighborhood no. superhero. No. And I love that the eyes are blacked out too. You never see that. Mm. They're not big white teardrops. They're like full blacked out like a bug. Yeah, I think it's a cool look. Um, the whole spider army, like him and his mechs, move against Shadowland. Uh, a thing I didn't research, but it turned out to be a Kingpin stronghold. Um, they're moving on to stop Kingpin and his right-hand man at the time, who is Hobgoblin. Lethal force is very allowed. Wilson Fisk is like, that's not my fucking Spider-Man. What do you mean, lethal force? Um, yeah, I love his fucking escape plan, Kaya, so much. It is... His escape plan is Mr. Schmedley Cornfield. That's a, a great name. A big fat man living in the basement who looks exactly like Kingpin. He's been paying this man to like live in the basement and watch TV just in case. And this is just in case. He breaks the guy's neck and leaves him there for people to find Kingpin. Yeah. He's literally there as a doppelganger. Oh my god. Um, yeah, he, he's left for dead. Real Kingpin, submarines away, which is something I never thought I'd have to say, <laughs> um, leaving Hobgoblin behind. He gets out through the building as it crumbles around him, but a spider bot spots him. It scans the area and leaves, um, which is the re- big reveal that they are now blind to goblin villains. Like mm-hmm. I said, Green Goblin started fucking around with them. Yeah. They just now have a complete blind spot to anything that has a goblin-y head and ears. Oh, and he, okay. They probably don't see a gargoyle anymore. Probably not. Yeah, um, yeah that, that obviously that'll add on to stuff later on. Uh, that Goblin Rebellion I mentioned is now upgraded to a Goblin Underground because now 52% of crime in New York has pretty much hid underground from evil last Spider-Man yeah. and are all like living with Green Goblin. Yeah. Which makes him not just the Kingpin, the Goblin King. What? Uh, after I'm foreshadowing Goblin Nation. I know is what that, I'm doing. But I just after you know White Collar's joke last week. I'm about a Warhol. No. Oh, you don't want any Elvis Kings? I don't, I don't know where you get in this tangent. Goblin King is just lame. It's, it's not a pun. That's what he called himself. He doesn't wear a crown though, which well, felt like something Green king. Goblin would do, right? Yeah, put on a crown. The little crown. Come on, man. No, he's not a king if he doesn't have crown. All right, so a quick check-in. Again, every issue is a fun fucking adventure, and then there's just a little bit of, like, ongoing story arcs and relationships. Just a little bit. Yeah. Fuck yeah, such good pacing. We do like good pacing in the Look, I'm still burnt out from CW shows. I do not care what Green Arrow's mum is doing this week. 
But everyone does. No one fucking does. That's why I love this book. I'm like, oh, we have an adventure every issue. Which is also something I find a lot of detective comics fails at. Yeah. It's like, we're going to do a story arc. Exclusively a story arc. There's no little bits and pieces. Because anyone can pick up an issue of this. There'll be a little bit of enticement for ongoing and what happened previously. But every one of them is just their own adventure. It's something I try to chase if I can. Um, yeah, so we're going to do a quick check-in of all the relationship stuff. Mary Jane wants attention. She doesn't get it. Aunt May hasn't seen or heard from Peter in a while either. Um, Anna Maria has. She manages to get him to come back to university again, and they're like, you never show up, but are clearly advanced enough. We know you're building things for Spider-Man, which is his excuse at this point. Um, so we, we get it just hand in your thesis it's cool you know like you obviously don't need the lesson plan you're, you're ahead of it anyway um, she admits that she stole his phone during the meeting so he couldn't duck out for Spider-Man related adventures um, she specifically says that she cares about their future oh. mm-hmm. um, I like these two I don't know why it works so well there's, there's somehow it's, it's good written chemistry they're, I don't know, because... Giving someone else a shot. Yeah, are you sick of fucking Mary Jane on and get off against stuff? Mary Jane and Gwen? Just... At least at least we killed, you know, Stacey. Yeah, in this canon, she's still gone. But does um, he have another... Has he ever had a love, a love interest apart from Gwen and Mary Jane? Black no, Cat. I... Black, yeah. Um, Betty Brant? The other chick at the that. Bugle. Here, let me Google a big list of Spider-Man love he, interests. He, he, he. Bump his trunk with quite a few women. I think it's in a, superior. Just superior. overall, man, the whole thing. Spider Man is a bump <laughs> trunk kind of man. This list included Ursula from Spider Man Three. I love that. Well, what's the oldest <laughs> Spider Man we've really had? He's been like in his twenty four, so he'd be around that age. He, he's. Didn't we do the really old Spider Man? I think we. I think well, we, we did this argument with Nightwing. Day. They did not draw that. Hey. The really old. Oh yeah, they did. We'll, we'll show you after. <laughs> Um, for all our listeners curious, uh, Spider-Man Rain. Yeah! Imagine the pressure on that artist. He'd be like, oh, God, got to get this right. He should have used his dominant fucking hand. <laughs> have a listen to that episode to hear me bitch about a shit artist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, I got, hang on, let me just refresh my palette. Oh, yeah. These ones look really cool. I like these ones. Very cartoony. I like the webs, actually. Fuck it. I'm going to tangent here. I was joking around, but the web design in this book that is like really stunning. It's not just the little strings; it's very, mm. it's very no, webby. It I feels guess, like it's got texture, and mm. it feels like dynamic. It doesn't feel like straight. There's web. a lot of suspension to it. Like in the Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man, you just get like this single web, yeah. and it has like a rotation around the circular beds. Mm. But this is like very like look at that shit, man, and it like looks a yeah. <laughs> Well, it looks like it's harder to control. Like, it actually takes skill to control mm. the web. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like when they imply that not everyone could just do it. Yeah, like, it's not just, like, shooting. Like, it actually takes, like, mm. skill and practice. Because it's, like... But even, like, the way you can, like, just, like, get someone's gun. Like, just small webs. But it's just... Yeah. I love it. Um, is he canisters or is it organic? Canisters. Okay. Um, it was organic for the movie. And then they tried to retcon organic ones into the books. Which is a very fascinating thing. Where Spider-Man got bit by a giant spider, he turned into an egg? No, no, the big spider... 
Fuck. Google this. Google it because it's fascinating. A big spider eats Peter. It lays an egg with Peter in it. He hatches and now he can shoot webs. Uh, organically. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's, that's a whole fucking <laughs> comic. And then eventually they were like, that was dumb. Can't believe we did that just for the trilogy. So then he's got organically. He's just like, yeah, like the little um. You prefer? I, I like the cartridges. It like shows that he's like. He, Peter Parker's always been a very like sci-fi tech nerd. Yeah, but like so technology. It makes sense. Yeah, it it fits the character better. Because you you'd always think he would go on to be like an Iron Man. But also, it gives him like that weakness too. Once he grows up, it gives him that weakness too. Yeah, like that, like they're not stuff. they're not running out. Like yeah, just like when we had in Spider Man Two the movie like. When he's organic, it didn't work. Yeah, because he... He had that, like, a crisis. His life... Like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, like, I don't have Mary Jane. She's going out with an astronaut. I'm failing, like, university. His girlfriend wasn't around, too. He's having trouble slinging white, sticky shit out of his body. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? And then he starts to have, like, sing that song, Raindrops Are Falling On My Head, and... He eats the fucking... Pays rent. Watches. Pays rent. Yeah, I kind of would have... All this talk of Ursula has got me thinking about those old movies. <laughs> um, so Spider-Man tries to deal with Hobgoblin next. Um, the fact that he's evaded capture this long and none of his surveillance can pick him up, and he's constantly on a crime spree, um, quite, he's secretly trying to pay for the rights to his costume and more gadgets. It's all very frustrating to Otto, who has a very short temper as it is. Um, he takes a page out of Far From Home Mysterio and accesses every screen in New York. He says, hi, I'm Spider-Man. Help me find this evil criminal. He is Hobgoblin. He is also Phil Urich. Here's a photo of him in his civilian life. Just blows the fucking lid off of this guy. Using this method, he tracks down the guy who is interning at the Daily Bugle, of course, because there's only like three buildings in Spider-Man. Um, the only thing Spider-Man used to do, you know how he used to like take photos of himself and that was how he got paid at the Bugle? Yeah. This dude is doing the same thing, but as a villain. He's constantly tracking and following and reporting on Hobgoblin. Making money with it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a fun role reversal there that it's just a villain doing the exact same move. Uh, meanwhile, Watanabe is back as the Wraith. A, um, a weird, scary hero that is... I think it's all bark and no bite. It's one of those characters who's like, I'm a big hard-ass and I'm going to threaten you into not doing crimes. Um... She never showed up in the PS4 version. She was the main police officer that entire time, and they didn't really even hint mm. at that stuff, did they? No. Yeah. Um, she's questioning one of Spider-Man's henchmen. Um, while that's happening, it's all being monitored by Officer Carly um, in a fucking creeper hoodie. I guess it's 2013. It's fine. Minecraft is still something a police officer would be interested in. Um, but they're going qui bono, like they're deciding to follow the money to work out who this new Spider-Man is, which is smart. That's how um, that's how uh, Rachel Ghoul did um, Bruce Wayne eventually. I think someone yeah. else did that too. Um, yeah, Hobgoblin doesn't make it to prison after all that stuff either. Shit, Hobgoblin doesn't even make it anywhere because Phil is captured and brought to the Green Goblin, the Underground Goblin King, and he is renamed the Goblin Knight. To serve his king. He gets a new costume and stuff. It's got a lot of, like, like jack-o'-lantern shoulder pads and stuff. It's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, that looks really cool. Mm. I mean, I love that Green Goblin fucking hates Hobgoblin. Being like, you are the stupidest knockoff character I've ever seen. Get the fuck out of my city, dude. You're going to be Goblin Knight. You're going to serve me 
or you're not gonna exist because it's so annoying to me. <laughs> Could you imagine the Joker's reaction if the clown just started rolling through <laughs> yeah, the city? <laughs> just a random clown just like... It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm not even gonna like have a laugh about this. I'm furious. Get the fuck <laughs> out of my tent. <laughs> Is that a good spot to end it with a little more build up on the old goblin we, nation? We can end that. I can end it here too if you like. Do we know the issue for, pe- for the people that are? That was that, that's a slow build. Like Goblin Nation is building the entire Superior Spider-Man run until the big crescendo at the end. I think we're like, yeah, they're like slowly planting it throughout. It's really well the done. Arc before, fuck yeah! I, I love that every like again every issue is a fun little adventure. There's an ongoing arc, and there's also a slow build for whatever comes next. Yeah, the pacing is like, really well done in this. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the higher points. It's I mean it's damn slot. So, like, what do you fucking expect? Is I've never read a dance slot I didn't really like. Yeah. His, um, he did Arkham Asylum Living Hell, which is fun. And then he had to explain to me all the Easter eggs that went over my head because it was, like, my third book. <laughs> Look, it's, it's our constant, like, motto of the podcast. If you get people that enjoy what they're doing, doing it, then it's going to be good. Yeah. Mm. And good writers and good artists can do anything. About, it's, it's bit, always going to be better than something that you're just doing for the money. Yeah, And it's like we discussed with White Knight. Man. If you have a really good team working on a book, it doesn't matter how bad the premise was. Yeah. They brain-switched Spider-Man and killed him off for an anniversary. It came out pretty good. <laughs> like, I'm impressed that they weren't like, oh, no. Am I Flaming Sword too? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That does look cool. All right, you want to keep going? We're going to do this book. Um, what's up to you? How do you guys feel? Are you awake? Yeah. <laughs> Let's say... With the... With the birth of the Goblin Knight, the Goblin King's little round table is starting to take a bit of a shape. And that is a good spot to finish this week, isn't it? Yes. Is. I think our last week ended with a nice build-up to Well, halfway through too. the series now, too. Mm. Yeah, we're at the halfway point. A lot of cool things are coming up. We see him deal with Venom. Um, Agent Venom, which I doubt you guys have heard of. It's one of White Collar's favourites. I liked it. Um, so we'll get into that plenty. We'll get into some Spider-Man 2099 as well, which is another thing you yeah on the fence with. And then we will do the big uh, Goblin Nation finish. Mm-hmm. I love the setup. So well executed. I just like the fact that we keep talking about it. We're like, I like the bit that comes after this. It's not even that. It's like I like the oh, the pacing so good. Each step, yeah, you just get better. A lot of like a lot of monthly books will fall into this rut of like we're gonna focus on one story arc. Mm. We're gonna do like little white cliffhangers so you buy the next one, but you're not getting a story every issue you pick up. You have to do the whole. It thing. It doesn't feel like it. Like these issues seem to be like they're worth the money to pick up. Mm. Like it's yeah, nice. I, to have, I feel like you get more out of it. It's the same thing we said about Moon Knight. Like that Warren Ellis run. It is... Every episode is like a fun adventure. You can pick up anyone. It doesn't particularly fucking matter. You can read it, enjoy it, put it down, you're good. Yeah, but if you want to get more out of it, you will. You know what? Venture Bros. Every episode is an episode, but fuck me if that isn't a big, tangible 
universe itself with build-ups and long winding arcs and like backtracking not really retcons because it's all done really well and respectfully but every episode's an episode if you want to continue or you want to pay a little closer attention it is fucking there for you you don't need it either way it's there if you want it which I like Mm. yeah alright happy? done? yes no homeworks because we're not finished. Mm. But did you have any questions or anything? Thoughts? Final thoughts? Come back next week. Yeah. And we'll continue. Oh, will we? Bum, bum, bum. Well, yeah, get excited for the laziest crash course in the entire future and Venom spin offs you've ever heard. Because we have to get through a lot of other things. It'll be fine. It's like the same Crash Course Auto got when he became Spider-Man. So it's technically good. It's on the money for me. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, thanks, Bobo and Juby, for tolerating another week Thank of podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Um, producer Kai for producing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the listener for, my lord, not finding anything better to do. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, class dismissed. It just keeps getting worse. Right, if you subscribe. Yeah, you should do that. <coughs> Thanks. I, Good I catch. Was that helpful? <laughs> yeah. Happy. Good.